you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? It's James Coe. It's the NFL Fantasy Live podcast, that techno music. Oh, so fancy. And we got producers dancing in the background as well. We got uh, MG Marcus Grant in the house. You think it's techno music? I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's a I feel electronic. Like, well, maybe, but I always feel like TI is going to come in and start rapping on <laughs> Wow. I wasn't expecting T.I. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not expecting T.I. I thought maybe you were going to say, like, M.I.A. No, a little Tip Harris, man. Okay. All right. I dig it. Uh, behind the glass, we've got Alex Gelhar. What's up, man? Just happy to be here again. I'm running on uh, fumes. I came back, uh, got to L.A. at 3 in the morning yesterday. You did? Uh, Why? From Where were Wisconsin. you, pal? I went back for a wedding and uh, my League of Record fantasy draft. So oh, baby. Whirlwind tour and uh, got some like my fifth cup of coffee over here, but we're cranking <laughs> out the podcast as usual, and uh, I think we got a good show today. Good stuff. Adam Rank joining us yet again. What's hey, up, man? Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate uh, it. I'm used to not being asked back to podcasts. So this is a nice this is a nice switch for me. Right. What is this? Invited uh, back. Week three now for week you, pal. Three. I, I I feel that the end is near, but still, I'm gonna enjoy it in the moment. How's gonna, life? How's dad life treating you? It's good. Yeah. It, you know, it's great. Um, I'm not an over Facebook sharer. No. Of uh, my daughter Ahsoka's photos, and uh, I have noticed though, this is the weirdest thing. I have a newborn. A lot of my high school friends are taking photos of their daughters going back to college. Oh, like I'm like one of my <laughs> one of my friends I played high school football with is like, "Yep, uh, my daughter's starting classes at Vanguard University," and I'm like, "Yep, I've got a newborn." Okay, are we not supposed oh. to notice that you called your kid Ahsoka? That's her name. Okay, okay. What's All wrong? Right. Am I wait? Hold on. Am yeah. I not a big enough of a celebrity? That I could give my daughter some sort of jacked up. <laughs> we're, it's not. I, I'm not. My, bud, we're not, at the point now where anyone can give their kid uh, pop culture reference unique names. names yeah. Unique. Unique. Right. I think it's a beautiful name. I wasn't going to say dumb, but um, <laughs> I guess I, I said. Think, I think you just did. Oh, my bad. Uh, we got a big show in front of us here today. We're going to go into our deep, dark parts of our hearts, our fantasy hearts. Talk about players to avoid. And we're going to try to get to as many of your mailbag questions as possible. And we're introducing a brand new game. 
Flex, marry, or oh. cut? Flex? Me? Yes, flex. Flex, okay. Flex, flex marry, ah. or cut? Marry to your roster. Because marry to your well, roster. Because I think cut. I've heard that before a different way. I don't think you yeah, have. Yeah. I don't think I you think have. Was, I, I think, think it, you're mistaken. I think it's This is called. a brand new game that we, uh, that we developed here. It's FMC. Uh, we'll Put it through the, the F- fancy live think tank. FM, right. Because, like, isn't it forget the no, call? No, I don't think you. Mary, I'm pretty sure you or, haven't uh, mistaken. can't go out on a second date. Yep. I'm relatively, so, I'm relatively confident you haven't mistaken. Uh, this is a brand new idea, um, one that is based off of nothing uh, other than the minds uh, and the uh, deep, dark creativity of those folks at the NFL Fancy Live warehouse. Um, and we're going to be basically comparing three players, similar players, um, similar type players, and we're going to be asking you whether you want to flex, marry to your roster, or cut said player. But it's a brand new game. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. And, of course, we're going to get to daily daps as well. But how about this? We start the show, as always, with your top headlines. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Whistles go. Woo! I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Watch the news. Because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. Bub Rub, for those folks who didn't know. Oakland's finest. I love it. All right, the biggest injury news of the week, of course, is Jordy Nelson going down with an ACL injury. As expected, Devontae Adams has now moved up on the depth chart. He's being worked into Nelson's spot, essentially. But the news today is that rookie Ty Montgomery is uh, now the number three wide receiver in three receiver sets. Adam Rank, what's your uh, reaction to you know, just you know overall to the Jordy Nelson news and, and of course, Ty Montgomery and Devontae Adams? It's a huge bummer. I, as anybody who enjoys Jordy Nelson's talent, even uh, above and beyond a fantasy perspective, you just want to see a football player right. playing at his best, and he was certainly fun to watch, even though it was for a rival team. You still enjoyed watching him and, and what he brought to the field, but that Packers team just continues to remain loaded. I don't think that there's anybody who just comes in and picks up that production. Right. It's not like you're getting 107 receptions there, <laughs> Ty Montgomery, who I love. I, I like Stanford. A lot of times when I was playing NCAA football on the Xbox, I love to start off with Stanford as their offensive coordinator. And I, I think I won Ty Montgomery the Heisman Trophy one year. Oh, that, solid. Notwithstanding. Um, but it, it's big. And, of course, Devontae Adams. And I'll let everybody else get in on everything. But I did want to make one point about okay. Eddie Lacy. Okay. And I think this is big for him. And he was very close with Le'Veon Bell going into the season. And now I'm putting him up a little bit just because he'll see enough targets in the red zone that makes him a little bit more interesting. Interesting. Instead of on second down throwing that back shoulder fade to Jordy Nelson, they might run to him again. So the small uptick in production, I'm not saying that he's going to have 100 receptions. Right. But the small uptick even if it production. Means, even if it means two more touchdowns is what you're saying. And it was that close between right. him and Le'Veon Bell. And they didn't lose their starting center, so that line's going to be good. Sure. I'm going with Lacey, number one overall, if I had that. Whoa, breaking news alert. It was in our – we did an instant debate earlier this week, which you can read on NFL.com slash fantasy about who should go over number one overall. And actually, I Bell is still number one in my rankings, but I had the similar thought process as rank that this – now Eddie Lacey becomes you know the second, if not most important player on that offense behind Aaron Rodgers, obviously. What happened to Adrian Peterson? I thought I thought you had Adrian Peterson number one, pal. I never had Adrian Peterson number one. Okay. I, I was one of those guys who ended up – up with Peterson last year. Okay. And it's one of those things when you ruin one fantasy season. You're just, you're out. For me, you're not in the back. You're out. No. <laughs> it's hard. I'll, I'll let people know. Like, I can't do it. 
Um, actually, Gelhar, you're a perfect person to talk to about this. Uh, you follow the team. You've basically followed the team your entire life. Um, I, I know you shed a couple tears and you spilled one for the homies when uh, when you, you heard about um, the, the injury to Jordy Nelson. But All of that is true. <laughs> Devontae Adams, though, man, I- interesting guy. I know he was um, you know, a highly touted deep sleeper prospect here, but now he just steps into the role and look, I've been telling people, Devontae Adams, uh, if he got the starting gig full-time, I could see him putting up 1,100 yards and getting eight or nine touchdowns. Well, maybe nine is a bit much, but how about seven or eight touchdowns? I could easily project that out for a guy like Devontae Adams. Yeah. Am I crazy to think that? No, I mean, Aaron Rodgers makes all of his targets better. That's not uh, diminishing what Jordy Nelson is. He's a phenomenal football player. Anybody that watches the game knows that. He's one of the best route-running technicians and great on the boundary, but... Adams is going to get a ton of targets. Nobody's going to come in and take over all of Jordy Nelson's 151 targets, which right. I'm pretty sure were the most of any receiver in Rodgers' career that he'd thrown to. Um, however, Adams probably slides up into that, for sure, wide receiver three, maybe wide receiver two discussion, um, depending on how Rodgers starts spreading it around once that offense gets going without Jordy. You know, I went on the radio today. We did. We were talking about fantasy, and, and somebody was asking me about the uh, the Packers' offense. And and honestly, it, the, my quick rash reaction to Devontae Adams was basically, the closer we get to Week One, the higher, obviously, the higher he's going to slide up. I can see if you're drafting in the lead up to Week One. I can see Devontae Adams going in the sixth round. Is that too high of a price uh, for a guy like Devontae Adams, Marcus? Uh, that's a little spicy for me, and I like Devontae Adams. I mean, I, 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 he was the kind of guy that I was targeting in dynasty drafts last year, sure. feeling like he had a lot of upside in that offense. It just having watched him at Fresno State, knowing what he could do when he's right. playing with Derek Carr there. Um, I feel like sixth round is probably a little early here because I don't know, you know as Rank said, he slides into the role that Randall Cobb had there in Green Bay, but I don't know that he puts up Randall Cobb kind of numbers because I do think Eddie Lacy sees some of those targets. I think you're still going to see, uh, you know, Ty Montgomery, who has been uh, running with the, the first team lately right. in practice. Jeff yes, Janis. Jeff Janis. Preseason darling, Jeff Janis. <laughs> I think even uh, your guy James Richard Rogers may see a little Atta more baby. run because of this. So I think those those targets are going to get spread out a little wider right. than maybe just to Devontae Adams. So I, I like him. I like him a lot, but I think six is probably – Probably too rich for me. Um, do you think that's going to be an accurate projection, though? I think you're going to have to spend a six, uh, at the very least, a seventh round draft pick uh, to pick up Devonte Adams. Are you guys insane? He's going to go in the fifth round. Okay. I mean, well, there's the thing. He probably will go. In the I, fifth I don't know. Round. That's because, what I'm asking. Yeah. There's the, no way he's. That's what I'm asking. He was going in the ninth round, even when he was the third receiver there. People were All right, fair were, enough. Yeah, funny. Loco I felt bad for uh, one of the guys in my league because we drafted on Friday night, and then oh, of no. course, you know, Sunday. Oh, uh, no. We had to do it early because I was back in town for the wedding. Sure. But uh, one of my one of my buddies in the league actually took Adams in like the eighth or ninth round. I'm like, dude, that's a reach. And then he texted me on Sunday. He's like. Booyah. He's like, well, Who's no, he was sad, too, but he's oh, like, I guess it's not so much of a reach now. Exactly. Uh, just some quick stats on Adams, man. 6'1", 215. He ran a four five six forty. He's got a 40-inch vertical, so he is an excellent athlete. He played with Derek Carr at Fresno State as a redshirt sophomore. I mean, I know they had a spread attack over there, but 131 catches. 1,700 yards. I mean, video game numbers here uh, for Devontae Adams. Ty Montgomery, he's a rookie out of Stanford. Uh, Green Bay, I, I mean, obviously, look, they, they love the kid, man. Third-round draft pick uh, on him. Did I get that right? Yeah, he was a third-rounder. Third they round draft describe pick. him as a bigger Randall Cobb. Exactly. Um, and they spent a third-round pick 
on a wide receiver, yeah, despite they, the fact that they are very deep and loaded at wide receiver as well. But they drafted him as a returner. Right. And very good the, point. the Packers have an embarrassment of riches at the wide receiver they position. They do. So it's not like they had any pressing needs going into the draft. It's like, oh, let's just take the best player available, somebody who can. But a third round and listen, on and a I, guy who's going to play special teams. I well, mean, I, think, is, I think the Packers. They like are, the guy. Well, I think the Packers are paying a lot of attention to the special teams this season. Wow. Like, it's going to be very important for them. Very good point. Special teams can win or lose a championship. I, I disagree with that. I don't. I don't think any Packers. Why, I why, just, uh, you why know where he's going? Are we talking about? This? You know where he's going with this. <laughs> what do you just mean? Just get back to the fantasy analysis. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> what is the one thing that cost the Packers last year? Haven't, special teams. It was. Was it? Might have been. Yeah. Well, it been. was. It was Aaron Rodgers going three and out. Okay. And That's the line right. All right. All right. All right. All right. No, but I guess he's uh, the greatest of all time. Time. Calm down, pal. Ty Montgomery, he's uh, six feet tall, 220, so he's a big boy, man. Uh, he ran a 4.5540. He's got a 40-inch vertical as well, so they're just drafting athletes. Uh, very quickly, uh, you know, look, I, a lot of buzz around this Jeff Giannis kid from Saginaw Valley State. Um, a lot of folks said he, he looks like a Jordy Nelson clone. Uh, and, and quite frankly, he does quite frankly well, he, look like a Jordy Nelson. The, they actually. are actually the same height. And right, 6'3". Different. Yeah. Right, 220. Uh, again, he, he's got great speed as well. He ran a 4'4", He blew up the combine, and actually I put him in my Deep Sleepers article, which is where I also put out today for Fantasy Draft Week. But uh, he actually, his measurables from the combine and stuff actually compared to, to some extent to Julio Jones. Um, Jeff Janis is a freak athlete. Yeah, he's who, like, a great measurable, athlete. Measurables Twitter loved, but he's a little raw still. So. I was just about to say, the biggest difference, of course, is that, you know, um, he's not that great of a route runner yet from what I've seen. His hands are good, not amazing. Um, and so he's got he's got some work there. And, and like I said, right now he's got to beat out Ty Montgomery for that number three spot. So we will see. Uh, we move on. In Tampa Bay, Doug Martin is regaining old form. No, seriously, this time, ooh, you guys. Ooh, pick me, pick me. <laughs> Marcus Grant, hit me. I, I, I've been on board. I've been on board with this Doug Martin hype train for weeks now. <laughs> I mean, he was in my bust a move column. Yeah, like yeah, series yeah. There. And I, I, I've been telling everybody. NFL.com slash bust a move. Exactly. I've been telling everybody for weeks now. Everything that I saw that was wrong with Doug Martin had nothing to do with Doug Martin. Okay. It was all about that offensive line and how poor they have been. And what I've seen from them so far this preseason, they've made improvements. I mean, they went out and they made an effort to improve that line, whether through the draft, whether through free agency. And watching them on Monday night, they blew up that Bengals defensive front line. And that's, yeah. that is no slouch. I mean, no. that's a good group up there. And they opened some big holes. A lot of times they did it by holding. But, yeah, it's details. Um, but on top of it, just Martin looks – energized again he's got that burst i mean everything i saw from him was him oh yeah get on board i am shoveling all the coal onto this engine right now i mean he had good burst everything was him going forward him falling forward and picking up positive yards i i am so fired up about doug martin right um doug martin uh if you if you missed that game man he broke off an impressive 30 yard run almost for a touchdown got down to i believe the one or two yard line Mm -hmm. but man he was breaking tackles all over the place. Um, follow NFL. By the way, you can f- see this video on NFL.com. Uh, sign up for the game right now, NFL.com slash fantasy. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know why you haven't subscribed. All right? Just hit the subscribe button for goodness sakes. But uh, also, listen, like and comment on uh, on iTunes. We can look at those things. You know, sure. we're trying to build up the the brand of this after coming back after it was just the rebranded audio of the show. So right. let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you'd like to see. If you like games like Flex Mary Cut, let us know. 
Um, and odds are I won't be on much longer. No, so that's, that's true. good, if, too. So vote for rank, I, too. Hang on. Oh. I, you just bear with me for another couple of weeks, and then you <laughs> won't have to worry about me ever again. Uh, can we do – maybe we should do this. Maybe we should start a, uh, a hashtag battle. Should we go start rank, bench rank? Is Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Bench rank. <laughs> Iron cut rank would be the leader in the club. Uh, okay, you know what? This is what we're going to do, man. Just hit, hit me up on Twitter. Hit up the NFL Fantasy League. Um, Twitter handle. What is that? At NFL Fantasy. At NFL Fantasy. I'm at, at James Deco. Hit me with the hashtag start and rank or bench. I think rank. now it's got to be, um, you got to do it some way of like, who who would you rather have on this podcast other than rank? So it'd be like better than rank. It would be hashtag better, better than, than rank. rank. I like this. It would this. be like Rob, I like this. Rob Cordry hashtag better than rank. That's a bad example because Rob Cordry's awesome. And I would rather have him on this podcast <laughs> than me. But fine. Hashtag better than rank. Give me a guy. Justin Bieber. Better than rank. Maybe. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. About Maybe. I don't know about that. I don't know. Better hair. That goes That's a lot saying. of people. Yeah. Right. A lot of people. Um. Yeah, so let's let's, let's do, do that. Right. Let's do that. Can, can, it's going to be a little disconcerting, but yes. Marcus, Alex, uh, you guys are the powers that be we'll, that control we'll put the social media. How no, much Marcus can blast it out right now? Better than rank. Right <clears throat> Hashtag we, better than rank. Let us know. And if we get a GoFundMe account started, oh really? I, <laughs> we're we're going to have a Kickstarter. Buy me out of this. Okay. Like, I the price isn't very high. What what are we? Gonna it's not going to cost. If you knew what I was, you want like a meal at Wahoo's or something? That might be too much. I don't. Th- I don't even know. I got to work three weeks to make that much <laughs> to afford. Can we? And, it, and then, and, and only then, it's, right. it's one item. We can't like go it. double item. No, it's one item at that point. We've digressed. Uh, yes. Doug Martin, where where are you taking I, him? And uh, and what what do you? I don't, I don't know. Do you believe the hyper? First round, bro. What? A, I, I'm I'm the lunatic. I will once once we get past. You I've realize doing, you only get one first round I've pick. Been doing, right? I mean, I'm not, you don't get five. You get my, one. My first okay. two picks are okay. receivers. So if okay. I'm if I'm taking running backs starting in the third round, yes, or the whatever, I've been getting them. I've been doing these mocks. I've All been right. getting them in the fifth. Is that too early? Because I because like look, I'm just like going into the dumpster bin. I'm like, all right, well, Amir Abdullah in the fourth. I'm like looking at a team. <laughs> oh like, my gosh, <laughs> Amir Abdullah in the fourth. You know Doug what? Martin in the fifth. You laugh. Last year when I was talking about C.J. Anderson and Jeremy Hill, you were chuckling just as hard. No, I wasn't because when C. I J. Anderson said, went to Cal. When I said I Terrence West, <laughs> you were. Ter- oh wait, no, Terrence West, terrible example. Right, ter- but horrible example. All right, like, okay. I'm not 100. Uh, percent Okay, well, look, it's batting I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask Gelhar. I, I see him going in the fifth a lot. That feels just a tad rich for my I blood. Agree. But if you like him, get he's you know get him there. Then well, are, like the, here's the thing though: who are you getting in the fifth round? Like who are these when people are kind of besmirching? Well, it depends. Martin, I mean, like, it depends on. No, like, here's the thing: the it depends fifth. on what your your strategy is. If you've got a running back, running back, why well, are you taking Doug Martin in the fifth? It makes no sense. Right. Um, but nobody does that. No, that's what like Rank was saying <laughs> for his strategy. If you're if you're trying to hit on those guys in the middle rounds, then right. yeah, that might seem like a reach, but you got to get guys because you're going to strike out on a couple of those middle round running backs if you start with Gronk or a quarterback as you do or yes, wide receivers. So yeah, I mean, there's there's guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's guys out there. I mean, Tevin Coleman's going in the fifth round. No. Uh, no, not no. that high. Not that high. Well, exactly. Then I'll wait. Give me Tevin Coleman all day. I'll take that. Doug Martin, I'll take. Look, I tell you what, it's a it's a close call. I'll take Doug Martin in the late sixth, early seventh round. I'd, I'd feel okay with. That. Look how much he's moved up. I mean, we were talking about Doug Martin a couple weeks ago in like undrafted round, right? I know, you know, so crazy. it's fine. Yeah, he's moving up. All right, listen, uh, he has missed fifteen games over the last two seasons. FYI. Anyways, we go to the mile high where Ronnie Hillman is pushing for more carries uh, from new head coach Gary Kubiak. Quote: He's moved himself up. He deserves more reps. 
Hillman has, over his first two preseason, game, two preseason games, balled out. Uh, 120 yards on 16 carries. <laughs> That's good for a 7.5 yards per carry average. Uh, C.J. Anderson uh, still believed to be the lead back there. But what does this all mean? <laughs> you got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, you know, look, is he just a high-level handcuff? Is that what we're talking about? Because what happens to Monty Ball? I mean, he's still there somewhere <laughs> in the mix. Is no? He? No? No. Huh? Yeah, I He's gone. Oh, okay, he's gone. Okay. He's he's not good when you compare him to other professional football. <laughs> <laughs> what worries me about better than me? How yeah. dare you? But not great compared to Jawan Thompson. What worries me is there's been a lot of smoke blowing around this backfield because first it was C.J. Anderson's going to be our bell cow, and then it was Ronnie Hillman's getting tons of uh, uh, you know tons of praise from Gary Kubiak, and now Ronnie Hillman's looked good, and now he's going to be one B, and it's like. We don't know. I don't know which way it's going, and it just concerns me a little bit that uh, I know everybody says Kubiak traditionally features just one running back, but maybe that's not the case this year. Uh, so, is how much worry do you, I guess do you have Marcus Grant for CG, a guy like C.J. Anderson, who is by, <clears throat> by the way, yeah, he played great in the second half of last year, but I mean it's not like we have a long track record with the guy. I'm drafting Jeremy Stewart. Oh boy. I mean. <laughs> Last year in Baltimore, I, we spent the season, you know, obviously we thought Ray Rice was going to be there, but then there was Bernard Pierce, mm-hmm. there was Lorenzo Taliaferro, sure. and it was Justin Forsett. Right. I know some of that was because of injuries and off-field circumstances, sure. but we also just had a guy who just came in and outperformed, and so now all of a sudden, you know, everybody's looking at C.J. Anderson, but there's Monte Ball, there's Ronnie Hillman, there's Juwan Thompson, there's Capri Bibbs. I mean, there's all these names here. Um, That's not a real name, is it? It's a real name. I'm looking at the depth chart here. No. Capri with a K. Capri. Capri. Bibbs Bibbs is a real football player name. He is a real football player. No. You got to spend some time from looking Col- at Ross. There's throwing <laughs> ones. This is his uh, second. He's been in the league for two years. This is He's from Colorado State, hometown Colorado Springs, oh Colorado. Gosh. Yes. Um, seriously. Thought, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Who's got a better name? Capri Bibbs or Orleans Darkwa? How about Orleans Darkwa. How about Ishmaeli Kitchen? It's no. pretty good. That's or- not a real That's a real NFL It is a real. Player. He's a w- oh. wide receiver for the Browns. Unbelievable. Orleans Darkwa sounds like a Star Wars character. He does. Yeah, it does. Um, he should be the villain in the new one. But I like the, I, look, I, I, in all seriousness, I don't know that I'm really thinking about anybody on that roster besides C.J. Anderson. It, it's it's C.J. Anderson or Bust. From the running back position. From the running back position, yeah. correct. As, as far as I'm concerned, it's C.J. Anderson or Bust. Everybody else I'll take a chance on uh, off the waiver wire if need be. If, if anything, does this move C.J. Anderson down to you, Rank? He's going really high. He's going in the first round, second round, which is uh, where I don't like to draft a running back. So it's taking him off the board for me. I anticipate him falling to the third round. I really expect people to start freaking out and thinking about that running back carousel, uh, letting him tumble a little bit because a lot of people are going to go out and they're going to draft wide receivers early. And that's going to mean there's going to be a huge run on wide receivers at the end of the second round that a lot of people didn't anticipate because they're like, whoa, I, I, I got to at least get Mike Evans or something like that, which will allow somebody to start falling down him. But be- in your mind, does it does it bump him down? I would like him. I, I would like him. I, I He's still the, – the, the thing is, the thing that we liked about him last year is still the same thing that we like about him. He's just the best running back. He is better than all of those guys. And the only one who is similar or is at least close, like Hillman – Every year they've tried to make him the man. He just can't do it. Like, no. it's just, I'm sorry. I've tried. I, we want you to succeed. You just can't. It's like Dolph Ziggler. Like, sorry, we, we really want you to be good. <laughs> it seems like you should be good, but you're not. And so the guy I would, uh, Marcus mentioned him briefly, was uh, Jawan Thompson. He's the one 
that I look at if C.J. Anderson gets hurt or if he's ineffective this season, Juwan Thompson to me looks like the running back who would come in and be that bell cow back for Kubiak's offense. The, the one thing I do wor- worry about and wonder about, too, is <clears throat> as much as I love C.J. Anderson, I watched him obviously a lot playing at Cal, but um, he's not necessarily that – I don't know if he's a great fit for a zone block scheme. And the reason I ask, and Alex, you could chime in here, that you know, I think about uh, Ronnie Hill. He even alluded to it in this Gary Kubiak system that, you know, they stretch you out. That's how the zone blocking scheme works, right? It's a one cut and go system. A lot of times, that's going to help a guy who might be smallish, but he's quick. And as long as he's quick and decisive, oh boy, watch out. I don't know if C.J. Anderson necessarily has the quickness to kind of stretch it out. Um, and find that one cut and go. I love him as a player. Don't get me wrong. You know, he's really worked on his pass-catching skills, and we saw a lot of that uh, last year as well. But I just don't know if he's got the speed uh, to be a natural fit, at least, uh, in this Kubiak scheme. I think he should be He should be good. It's also a scheme that does help running backs. Um, they just have to have the patience uh, to do it. And I think he's been working in it all offseason, and so far the returns have been decent. So I'm not terribly worried about that from it. I'm just – more worried about this Ronnie Hillman surge and Gary Kubiak once again trying to make Ronnie Hillman happen. Ah, boy. All right. I tell you what, those were your top headlines. But let's get to this very fun game of Flex, Mary, or Cut. I'm going to give you three. I'm going to give all of you guys uh, three players, uh, similar type players, and you're going to tell me, would you flex them, marry them to your roster, or would you cut them straight away? Adam Rank, will start with you. Okay. Allen Robinson, Martavis Bryant, Jarvis Landry. This is tough. You're going to have to cut uh, one of these. Martavis Bryant is who I'm cutting. He's all, like, he. what has he done? Like, he's just that, he's a he's a darling. Okay. He's a name, and people are just kind of talking about, I mean, eh, I guess he did have a, a, a nice little stretch. Are you saying this because Martavis Bryant is the featured player on March to 1100? Is that why? Oh, is that right? Oh, cut him for sure. <laughs> By the way. And there is no way, like, I am not going to be involved in your shenanigans this season. There's not. I ambushed you on that one. That was kind of a D move a little bit. (laughs) It was not cool. I don't know how it happened. I utterly ambushed you on that. But you had no options other than to say yes. All of a sudden, there was a box on the field, and I'm like, and I said before that show started, like, is this going to be, am I, do I need to be Do you guys want to explain to the listeners at home? Okay, you're just getting to it, because I was going to say, some people might not have watched the episode or followed along that long, so. So March to 1100. It it is, yeah, it is January of NFL Fantasy Life when nobody's watching. Right, exactly. Um, How dare you, first of all. Uh, Second of all, March to 1100, so (laughs) Don't, oh, sorry. Don't you give me that look, Adam Rank. Uh, March 1100, uh, it's, it's a real simple concept. I, I basically pick a guy um, who's not terribly high profile, and I project them to get 1,100 yards. Last year, it was a guy in DeAndre Hopkins who was going, I'm telling you, double-digit rounds if drafted at all. I saw enough from the Clemson product to say, look, I, I know Andre Johnson's slipping. I don't care about the quarterback position. Um this guy's got unbelievable hands. He's got good size, good speed. I think he's going to get to 1,100 yards, and I put my money where my mouth was, and I said, Marshall, 1,100. Well, I put right. I put my shoes. Shoes where my mouth, mouth was? Well, wait a second. This is getting weird. All right, it's getting, it's getting long. Too, okay, we're so. getting okay, Anyways, no. so Martavis Bryant is a guy this year that I'm, I'm glossing as my March to 1100 guy. I think he's getting to 1100. By the way, this is by end of the week 16, uh, week 15, rather. Um, not end of the year, end of week 15. Uh, so he's got to get there. So um, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. 
Um, okay, Allen Robinson, Martavis Bryant, Jarvis Landry. All right, so I you, love you're going to cut Martavis. I love Allen Robinson. So are you flexing him or Sounds like marriage to me. He said he loves yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I'll marry him. Ooh, ooh, okay. so really, the, the Jaguar? You don't think I'm going in any other? Duval. Uh, Jarvis Landry in your flex. All and right. You know, and you know that I love the LSU receivers. You do. You do. All right. Um, They're all good. I mean, I don't know yeah. what you it's want to do. It's a tough one. Oh, no, no. You I'm got good. it. You nailed it. Martavis Bryant was great in three games. Okay. And now everybody wants to talk about him as this. I. You know what? I... I love the steel. I, I love Antonio Brown and all those guys. But losing your center is a huge deal. And it we is. Didn't, we didn't even have it in the headlines, but it's it's a big thing. Like when the Chargers lost Nick Hardwick, that offense started to fall apart. And it's not like it's not like Marquise Pouncey is not a great. I mean, he's a great player. He's We're a talking, great player. He's a Pro Bowl player. Um, so yeah, the loss uh, for the Steelers is significant. I agree with that. Um, FMC: Allen Robinson, Martavis Bryant, Jarvis Landry, Marcus Grant. Uh, I am going to flex Allen Robinson. I okay. I've gotten on that hype train. Uh, I'm going to marry Jarvis Landry because I've been big on him all offseason long. So by association. Cutting leaves, Martavis Bryant. He's Martavis Bryant out. Oh, March to 1100. This struck uh, another blow. I am going to marry Allen Robinson as well. So rank, we're going to have a full household over there. Uh, I'm actually going to – I love Jarvis Landry too, but in the, for this situation I'm going to flex Martavis Bryant because I like the odds of him getting that big play and then in the flex that should be, you know, hopefully my game-changing right. play to win me a week. I love – I mean, this is why we made the game. These, it's a tough decision. These are all great wide receivers. but So I'll, I'll uh, marry Allen Robinson, flex Martavis Bryant, and sadly cut Jarvis Landry. You know, if it, a, it's a weird one because, you know, all these guys are obviously going to be kept on rosters here, but if, if I was faced this decision, I, I'm going to go totally wild maneuver here. Oh, boy. I'm going to cut Allen Robinson. Oh, forget what? you, Duval. Oh. Forget you, Duval. <laughs> all of my friends in Duval County, Florida, unfollow Jimmy Coe. <laughs> Protest! Look, dude, the Protest. five the five guys from Duval who are following me right now. Oh, my. you know they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're they're discriminating taste. <laughs> they just felt the disturbance they, in the force. They don't know it yet. When they listen to the podcast later, I, like, I, know, I knew it. I knew. I knew. I didn't like that. Cut. I hope Jack Youngblood comes and tells you. What. I'm cutting Allen Robinson. I will. I will flex Jarvis Landry. Okay, I'm assuming this is. By the way, I'm assuming this is in standard a scoring? standard scoring yeah. league. Uh, and then I will marry Martavis Bryant, man. I think Martavis Bryant's going huge this year. Huge this year. I think he can do 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns. I would wow. take that in my wide receiver two position all day, every day. Love that guy. Um, a great athlete in a great offense. How do you not like him? I like him. All right. Um, flex Mary or cut Frank Gore, Jonathan Stewart, Alfred Morris, we start with you, MG. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to flex, maybe against my better judgment, Alfred Morris. I mean, after seeing Matt Jones uh, this week, I-, I guess it gave me pause, but I still think Morris is the guy that is for sure the bell cow there. He's going to get the bulk of the carries. Okay. I just need him to get some goal line touches. He's not. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> why you got why you got to kill why why you got to kill my buzz? Um <sighs> Marrying Frank Gore, because as I say all the time, he's going to outlive all of us. And now he's in the best offense he's ever played in in his career. I don't see any way he is not just a fantasy stud this year. 
So that leaves Jonathan Stewart on the outside. I mean, losing Kelvin Benjamin is a big blow to that offense. Um, You know, it it puts a lot of pressure on Greg Olson and Cam Newton, and I think a lot of teams are going to challenge that Panther run game. Absolutely. Plus, Stewart just has the track record of not staying healthy for a full season, so he's out for me. I don't believe he's ever had more than 200 carries in his career. In his whole career. In a season. Yeah, I I believe you are correct there. All right, so what do you got? Frank Gore, Jonathan Stewart, Alfred Morris, Flex, Mary, or Cut? Are you, you're asking Rank? I am asking Adam Rank. And Jonathan Stewart's not John Stewart. <clears throat> it is not John Stewart. I have to be confused. No. The guy who helped deliver Seth Rollins the title, the uh, U.S. title. His, he his heel turn is no, oh, it's his a face turn. By the way, he did have 200 carries status. once. 2009, I he had stand, 221 carries. Stand corrected. Okay, okay. so hit me. Uh, I will cut Jonathan Stewart Okay. because I'm a huge – I love Cappy. I think Cappy's going to be the guy who ends up carrying the ball. Cameron, for the, Art, Cameron Artis Payne. Yes, sir. I'm I think like, he's going to be the Cappy, guy. where are we going with Cappy? He's okay. going to be uh, carrying the ball for the Panthers this okay. season. Freddie Moe, uh, I will flex. Okay. This is it. I, I cannot say this enough okay. to Jay Gruden. Look, okay. you have a job because I firmly believe that Daniel Snyder thought he was hiring your brother. The least, <laughs> the least you can do Right. is give Freddie Moe three goal lines. You don't even have to give him all. Get, get Matt Jones some work, okay. get him some touchdowns. That's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Give Moe three Moe, and he he becomes a completely different fantasy back. Right. Four, and he's off the charts. So it, it, it doesn't take a lot. We're not asking a lot. Just a couple of more attempts. But uh, I'm going to echo all the sentiments of everybody who likes Frank Gore, of, of a guy who – Probably realizes this is his last chance to win a championship. He came so close uh, a couple of years ago, losing out. Should have been the guy. You know, you talk about not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch in last year's Super Bowl. Right. Go back to that Super Bowl in New Orleans. If John Harbaugh, excuse me, if Jim Harbaugh had just given the ball to Frank Gore, we could have been talking about a San Francisco 49ers championship run. Thankfully, we're not. Um, Thankfully. Thankfully. Thankfully, because nobody likes the 49ers. Oh, Um, Maybe. And, but Frank Gore would have been a hero and everything, but now he realizes this is his last chance to go out, get a title. He's probably the best quarterback, well, easily the best quarterback he's ever played with. He's going to be rejuvenated at least for what one What about Colin year. Kaepernick? Uh, Kaepernick had his moments, but I – How about J.T. O'Sullivan, no? Good. Wow, really? J.T. O'Sullivan? Sweet hair. Was he, he was San Jose State, right? J-Toss? You didn't like J-Toss? If he's are, are we really getting into a J-Toss discussion <laughs> on a Fantasy Live podcast right now? But I think he was San Jose State, right? It was a Mountain West. JTOS. Hashtag better than rank. UC Davis, actually. UC Davis. I'm, I stand corrected. Alex Gelhar, Frank Gore, Jonathan Stewart, Alfred Morris. Um, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, swing, I'm, you know, I'm coming out of left field here then in this one. I'm going to marry Jonathan Stewart because I think with the loss of Kelvin Whoa. Benjamin, that, that offense last year was at its best and when they were winning games and made it to the postseason because they were going – they're riding on the shoulders of Jonathan Stewart. And, yes – He's got an injury history, but newsflash is the NFL. Anybody can get injured at any time walking down the street or making a routine catch like Jordy Nelson. Uh, But if Jonathan Stewart stays healthy for a full 16 games, I think he's got, no joke, top 10 fantasy running back potential. If that offense is leaning on him and he gets all the carries he should have, they're going to use Cap, as Rank said, or Todman to keep him fresh. Stewart's going to be the man, and I think that offense is going to have to run through him. I'm going to flex Frank Gore for everything everybody else has said because – He's in the best offense. He's going to outlive us all. It's going to be him and cockroaches at the end of the world. And uh, I'm going to cut Freddie Morris because I know you guys are pleading How? with Gruden. 
But guess what? He's not going to listen. He just wants to watch the fantasy world burn and take up <laughs> every time he gets to the goal line. If there is one organization that listens to the will of the fans, it's the Washington football team. All right. They won't. They listen, <laughs> James, they listen to the collective voices of reason. And they make strong decisions. Oh, my goodness. Uh, listen, uh, I've got a huge take on Frank Gore. We're going to get to that uh, later when we talk about players to avoid. Um, but Frank Gore, I'm cutting. Um, I, I really don't like him this year. Historically, um, 32-year-old backs don't do well. I don't care that he's in the best offense that he's ever been in. I just look at history, and unless this dude is just some kind of historical anomaly – I don't he see is. it happening. He is. He is. Yeah, maybe. How many years um, have we buried Frank Gore and he's still here? Yeah. I, yeah anyways, we're moving. Jonathan Stewart, uh, I will flex him all day. Alfred Morris, I, I'm going to marry Alfred Morris, man. Wow. I mean, I, I watched this guy run, and I love it. I absolutely love this guy between the 20s. I get it. He doesn't get that many looks in the red zone. But at some, or in the passing game. Or in the passing yeah. This is standard leagues, right? He's got, he's, <laughs> he's got bricks for hands. This is not, as long as this is not PPR, I'll, I'll marry uh, Freddie Morris. But, man, he's just a great runner. He is a very talented runner. And, uh, uh, you know, piggybacking a little bit off of what Adam Rank said, if he just gets three extra touchdowns, it's a different ball game. If he gets four or five, it's a totally different ball game. Touchdowns in this game um, really change people's outlooks. If you look at what LaShawn McCoy did last year, what did he have, like 1,300, 1,400 yards almost? Indeed. And you think, okay, that, that's not bad, except the only problem was he only had five touchdowns. He bumps that up to uh, eight, nine, or ten, and it's just another solid, excellent LaShawn McCoy year. So I just think Alfred Morris this year, I don't know why. I, I just think touchdowns last year. Who did? Freddie Mo. Freddie Morris had how many? Eight. Eight. And it gets into a range of 11 to 12? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. It's a totally different ball. I really think Fred, Fred Morris can do that. I, I, I don't know why. I just He's just too talented to not get that darn ball at the goal line. And, uh, and I really believe that this year it's going to pay off. So I, I will marry uh, Alfred Morris. I'm investing heavily into him in all my mock drafts here. Uh, Jonathan Stewart is, is a great flex play for me at least. And, again, Frank Gore, I'm avoiding like the plague. All right, Tyler. I, I, I'm going to change my – you convinced me. Yeah? I'm going Alfred Morris as my marry. Sorry. Go. Add a baby. Sorry, uh, Frank Gore. <laughs> You're going to be flexed. Um, Tyler Eifert, Jordan Cameron, Kyle Rudolph. Flex, marry, or cut Alex Gelhar. This one was the hardest for me, but uh, I think I'm going to marry Tyler Eifert. I love his potential in that offense, okay. and I think they're going to help funnel a lot through, through him. Uh, I'm going to flex Jordan Cameron. Uh, I think he's got a lot of upside in, with the Dolphins. They've targeted their tight ends a lot in the past, in the past, excuse me, and uh, we just need him to stay healthy, but I think he's motivated. And then uh, I guess pains me, but i got to cut Kyle Rudolph. In that Norv Turner system, you're cutting Kyle Rudolph. Oh, baby. That's a tough one. Marcus Grant, what do you think? I, I agree completely with Alex here. All right. One, this was the toughest one for me to decide. It's but, very hard. Um, Yeah, I'm going the same thing. I'm I'm, I'm the Tyler Eifert hype train has one more passenger in Marcus Grant. <laughs> uh, so I'm marrying him. I'm flexing Jordan Cameron, one, because okay. I, I, can't, I can't cut a USC guy. I mean, oh, and he looks like Elliot Harrison. So, I mean, really? How do you there do it? There it is. There it is. A USC guy that looks like Elliot Harrison. I, you can't cut him. Right. Can you? Yeah. Of course not. <laughs>
Uh, plus Everyone a, should draft him plus, based off of those credentials. I really am big on this this Dolphins offense this year. I think yeah. I think he's going to be a big part of it. So Kyle Rudolph, just you know by association, I mean you're the guy who. Sorry about your luck. Sorry, pal. Gotta go. Gone. I don't like the notion that you're going to be all. Oh, I'm keeping the USC guy, but you're marrying a Notre Dame dude. Oh. Yeah, I you know. deserve yeah, that. Well. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, rank hit me. Tyler Eifert, Jordan Cameron, Kyle Rudolph, FMC. Uh, I'm going to marry Kyle Rudolph. Because of that North Turner effect. I do um, like that. I do like that. Jordan Cameron, uh, him and I bonded over the movie Adventureland. It is, it honestly, it is the, the perfect role for Kristen Stewart and her terrible personality. <laughs> it was like the role was written for her perfectly. You bonded? Bonded. Okay. Because I was making fun of Kristen Stewart because uh, he likes, Jordan likes the Twilight movies. Who doesn't? Me. I don't. Everybody oh, else. I don't oh, care my bad. Them. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm. I'm the, <laughs> so I'm the only. I'm the only jerk in here who's seen all of them, huh? Is that? Yeah, pretty much. That's that's what we're going with. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. Much. Yeah. No. Did I lose credibility? I I sat through two nights stand, and yet I will not watch a Twilight movie. Why? Because it just wasn't it's a very, cultural phenomenon. It wasn't entertaining compared to other things I could have been watching at the time. Uh, okay. You don't have to compare it to anything. It just wasn't entertaining. <laughs> it wasn't no? entertaining. I'm, so I'm, I'm the only one here on board, huh? That's Pretty it? much. Yep. Okay. I, no one else watched all four movies? No. no. If you guys can get no? Jordan Cameron on the phone. Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2? No? You would have a fan. You I'm know. about to shut down this podcast. <laughs> can we get back to the game and stop talking about Twilight, please? And then, so I guess I'm cutting Tyler Eifert. All right. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's the injuries, but I guess all these guys have injury concerns. Yeah, yeah actually. I'm just choosing. It's I'm, really funny. Yeah, all three of these well, guys have injury concerns. People are getting loco over Eifert. They're like, yeah, I'm going to take him in the fifth, which is always my default round <laughs> right. whenever somebody's like super right. hyper on. There's, there's 85 picks in the fifth, I, I feel like. <laughs> but he just, I, I get it. Like, I understand what everybody, I, I understand the words coming out of everybody's mouth, but I'm like, why are you so excited over him? But like Kyle Root, like, they're the same person. Like, you're really just. I'm switching the names around. I think based off of look, I, I think based off of ADP and, and expectations, um, I will marry Kyle Rudolph. Uh, I'm high on Kyle Rudolph this year. Yeah. I just g- again, given his ADP, uh, look, I, I, he's going in the double digit rounds. He's a guy that I'm targeting. If I if I didn't take um, a, a high profile tight end. Why not? Kyle Rudolph in a North Turner system. Uh, again, tight ends in North's systems tend to do well. Kyle Rudolph, obviously coming off a major, major injury. I, I just don't – when I look at that roster, too, I don't know how many targets uh, are going to be – I guess there's no one on the roster that is like, oh, I need to give 100 targets to that guy. I mean, who are we talking about here? Charles Johnson, Mike Chuck, Wallace? I Chuck mean, Johnson. I, I, think, I think that what Chuck I'm saying is that Johnson. the opportunity will be there for Kyle Rudolph. And that's why I'm marrying him versus the, these other guys. Tyler Eifert – I'm going to actually cut Tyler Eifert, even though I think Tyler Eifert is the most talented of the three. I look at opportunity. Uh, you look at the running backs they got there, Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard. They're going to have to get their touches. A.J. Green's going to have to get his touches. Marvin Jones is coming back from an injury to go along with Muhammad Sanu. Where does Tyler Eifert even fit into this system? And plus, we're talking about Andy Dalton. Uh, I will not invest heavily in Andy Dalton or uh, too many of his targets. Dude, he looks sweet against the Bengals. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, did he not? No. Uh, Jordan Cameron, I, I guess by definition I'll just flex this guy. But but Jordan Cameron, again, I'm really worried about the injury history. He's got a history of concussions. Uh, I can't see him playing a full 16. If he plays 10, I would be surprised. So 
Uh, but Tyler Eifert, I just, again, he's one of those guys that could literally sink your entire fantasy career because, uh, or fantasy season because you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get points out of this guy. He might give you one solid game and everything else, not so much. Uh, Chris Ivory, Doug Martin, Trey Mason, Adam Rank, Flex, Mary, or Cut. Chris Ivory, okay. Doug Martin, Trey Mason. Trey Mason's out. Flexing Chris Ivory because uh, Alex Gelhar has now worn me down to the point. I, I love Chris Ivory all of a sudden. <laughs> you, you take him in the fifth round? Fifth round, baby. <laughs> I'm just imagining Rank's draft board. He just There's, keeps putting up stickers to the right of the fifth round. If there is any way I can get rid of all of my draft picks and just have all fifth round picks, I think I would be on to something. You would I be. I think I would be cooking with gas. Absolutely. As they say. And uh, I already admitted earlier in the show that I'm loco for Doug Martin with my other fifth round pick. <laughs> I'm taking so in the fifth round. I'm taking Doug Martin, Chris Ivory, Kyle Rudolph, Tyler Eifert, um, Todd Gurley, right. not Tyler Eifert. He's the only one I would not take. Right, Jarvis Landry, Seabass, Robinson, and uh, the I Vikings. think Devontae Adams is going to be Viking. Right? Yeah, Devontae Adams, right. uh, the Vikings DST, and uh, it's pretty Jake, good. Jake Plummer. Okay, I like it. Uh, Mark Grant. Um, yeah, I, I got to cut Trey Mason just because there's that specter of Todd Gurley looming there eventually to take some carries away. Uh, I, I am flexing Chris Ivory. I think, I think Gelhar has kind of worn us all down with this Chris. I mean, welcome he, to the dark side. He was, he was, <laughs> look, he was a top 20 fantasy running back last year. So well, James, James is going to cut him. Here's, um, the, here's the great thing about heaven. that though, is that now there's, there's, there's no risk. With Chris Ivory, because if he's not very good, mm-hmm. we can blame it on Gelhar. You get to get mad at Gelhar. Yeah, that's right. all right. Exactly. Good call. Good call. So, of course, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I was chomping at the bit to talk about Doug Martin earlier in this program. So you're on board. I am on board. I am, I am all about Doug Martin right now. I wrote too many words to not go with Doug Martin, although I wrote those words last year, so that helps no one this year. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm on board, Doug Martin. I'll marry him. Uh, Trey Mason. I'll flex that guy, Chris Ivory. Come on, dude. Knew that was coming. It's Chris Ivory. <laughs> it's all right. You're gonna you're gonna put him out on the on it's the dating Chris waiver wire. Ivory, and I'm gonna scoop brother? him up and marry him. It's Chris Ivory. I mean, what's happening? What what world am I living so in? So you are so fantasy Tinder. You're swiping left on Chris Ivory. Huh? You're gonna swipe left. I don't understand the is world dating, I live in. Where Chris is Ivory reference? is a top twenty five fantasy running back. All right, uh, that was your game of FMC flex Mary or cut. Uh, a fantastic game. If you liked it, uh, go ahead and hit us on NFL Fantasy. Oh, by the way, sign up for the game right now. NFL.com slash fantasy. Again, that's NFL.com slash fantasy. Now, in uh, the fantasy webpage, you're going to find a fantastic draft kit that we are currently um, updating. Polishing it up for fantasy Polishing draft week. Because, you know, I get a lot of questions on Twitter. Hey, man, why'd you put this guy in this ranking? And where'd you put? Why'd you say don't draft this guy? Bro, I wrote that in like April. Okay, like we're getting it updated, all right? So everyone needs to calm down. But uh, one of the lists that we are going to update will be players to avoid. It's our top ten guys of players to avoid, but in the draft kit, which, by the way, you can still find uh, a lot of great information in there, uh, nfl.com slash draft kit, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, you're going to find some great information there, and, of course, you could uh, do some mock drafts there as well. Uh, we've got... You know, it drives me nuts. I don't know why people aren't, more people aren't playing the NFL.com slash fantasy game. Um, look, I know there are some other big-name players out there, but I, I've literally been played every single fantasy game. And not only does the NFL.com fantasy game stack up, I prefer it to every other fantasy game. The look of it, the feel of it, 
the ease of use, the mobile app, the look of the mobile app. I mean, it's just a cool, it's a cool product, and it drives me nuts that people are using the other guys. It just drives me absolutely crazy. But uh, go sign up your league right now. Go sign up your team right now, NFL.com slash fantasy. All right, let's talk about top ten players to avoid. We won't go through the whole yeah, they don't they'll have be able to read it. They'll be able to read it <clears throat> tomorrow. I forget where we had to schedule Marcus, but we'll each pick a uh, guy or two. Thursday, but later Thursday. this week. Thursday. Okay, so Gelhar was – Part of Fantasy Draft Week, right? Part it of is. Fantasy Draft Week. Is. All right, so Gelhar, we'll start with you. Uh, give me one or two guys out of your top ten guys, uh, players to avoid. Uh, I'll, I'll pick two position groups, and just simply because the Dallas running backs and the Cardinals running backs – there are going to be fantasy points to be had out of those backfields, but I would much rather just have that be somebody else's headache. That's that's why I like guys like Chris Ivory and stuff. I'd rather get somebody I know who they are, I know what's going to happen, than have to worry about Darren McFadden getting first-team reps or David Johnson coming in or Chris Johnson vulturing a touchdown when his hammy's healthy. Like those, There's very talented players in those backfields, the offensive line, whatever. That I'll let that be your headache, and I'll deal with somebody else. <laughs> All right, very good. Marcus Grant, how about yourself? Give me a couple guys. Uh, I got one. Well, two guys are kind of linked to each other. One, that would be Colin Kaepernick and Carlos Hyde. Kaepernick, uh, we heard so much about him working with Kurt Warner on his accuracy, but so far what we've seen from him in the preseason has been less than stellar. It's been hashtag ungood. Uh. Um, and so I worry about that 49er offense as a whole, and I think because of that, Carlos Hyde, who we already know, is probably going to be a two-down running back with Reggie Bush coming in on those third downs. In how the about Jared downs. Hain, brother? Jared Hain. Great punt returner or greatest punt returner? <laughs> That's all I know about that. Um, but so Carlos Hyde, he's a two-down back playing on a, in a poor offense that is probably going to be playing from behind a lot. I'm really down on him. My other one, Dwayne Allen, and that one hurt. That one hurt for me to put on this list because I was the biggest Dwayne Allen homer of all of us last year. But there's just so many mouths to feed in that yeah. offense. And last year – he was extremely touchdown dependent. So if, if he's not getting those red zone looks, which he really might not this year, uh, his value and his production goes way down. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Sadly, I think the, yes. am I am I wrong in saying this? I think the perception is that Dwayne Allen was the most productive uh, tight end in Indianapolis. It was Kobe. Flaner. It was Kobe. Flaner. But it was actually Kobe Flaner. Mm-hmm. But I think the perception is that Dwayne Allen was more productive than him because you saw the highlights over and over again of him catching touchdowns. Except he had 395 receiving yards, 29 yeah. catches. I mean, that was not a, good. What hurt was Dwayne, touchdowns. Dwayne Allen started out the season hot. Everybody was seeing his touchdowns, but then he got injured, and then Kobe Fleener had those massive couple games, and then after that it was just flip a coin, whichever right. one's going to score. So. Right. Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting, the uh, the perception of guys uh, in the fantasy community, because I, I was caught up in it as well. I didn't realize that Kobe Flinner had such a good year last year. Uh, Adam I Rank. Guilty as, I was guilty as well. Yeah, it's 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 interesting when you actually dive into some yeah. of the numbers, man. But um, uh, Adam Rank, give me a, give me a couple guys. I'm going to say avoid Calvin Benjamin, <laughs> Jordy <laughs> Nelson. Oh, boy. Arian sure. Foster. Arian Tenth round, Aaron. Foster. Eh, fifth round, maybe. Okay, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Um, good value there at the fifth round. I don't want to make a bunch of people upset with the Peyton Manning. You you know my feelings on Peyton Manning. I and I I just use the facts as my defense for his decline. So I won't I won't bring up the fact. That You're not going to belabor the point. Of I Peyton won't. Manning? I won't belabor the fact that he had a decrease of 16 touchdown passes last year, and if that trend continues. He will have 23 touchdown passes this year. I will not talk about that. <laughs> and I know a lot of people like to talk about, like, oh, he was hurt. Like, listen, I respect Peyton Manning way too much 
to allow injuries to be a, to, to, to be an excuse for this man. I will not stand for it. I have the utmost regard for Peyton Manning, and I will not allow it. I will say this. The one guy that I'm looking at that a lot of people seem a little bit, little bit hyper on, I don't think that Andre Johnson translates into a surefire number one receiver again for the Indianapolis Colts. He is playing with the best quarterback of his career by far. T.Y. Hilton is still there. They're going to run the ball a little bit more. We talked about two great tight end options. That's enough that's going to keep him once again from reaching double-digit touchdown totals but without the yards because he's not going to be targeted as much. Uh, give so, me a stat projection and round projection for Andre Johnson. I say Dre. He's a hot name right now in fantasy. Dre can get, you know, 60 to 80 receptions. He'll be in the 800 yards and six touchdowns. Like what What he always does. <laughs> um, Andre, well, what round would you – would what round are you seeing him go in? Any round, round except the fifth. Right. <laughs> okay, go The one round he will not go in. He will not go in the fifth round. Um, I'll stay in that Indianapolis uh, – on that Indianapolis team, I'll go to the backfield. I, you know, I teased it a little bit. I talked about Frank Gore. Um, last year he had 100, uh, 1,100 rushing yards, 1,200 total, five total scores. He's the Terminator. Uh, we, we've talked about it. This guy is like, seriously, just every year, year in and year out, it seems. It's like you could just rack him up for 1,100 yards. Um, as a matter of fact, eight of his ten seasons, Gore has had 1,100 yards rushing or more. I get it. Last year, we didn't even see a decline. He averaged 4.3 yards per carry. But the dude's 32 years old, man. I, I look back at history. Again, I look at Are history. Are you once again getting getting at you? You had a chance to kick Frank Moore <clears throat> when he was down earlier. I did. <laughs> and if there's one thing I don't stand for, it's people belaboring a point about a certain player. Uh-huh. Right. Going course, on and right. on about, like, when everybody knows you don't like a guy. Can I, can I ask you, what, what what's the quarterback rank that you have for Peyton Manning? <laughs> Undraftable. <laughs> you have him out of your top ten, brother. Yeah, well, of course. There's, I, I'm only basing that on fantasy oh projections. Oh my gosh, Adam Rank, not commercial. All right, all right, all I right. love it. Finish your tricks. Look, and why Marshall we Falk at 32 years old suffered a major injury. Emmett Smith, steep drop off. Edgerin James, Eddie George, Stephen Jackson. These are guys that did not even make it to 32 years of age. Um, at best. Frank Gore is going to be Jerome Bettis or Corey Dillon with New England. We're talking about a low yardage touchdown vulture. Both of those backs, we're talking about Jerome Bettis and Corey Dillon, had less than 1,000 yards, but both did have double-digit touchdowns at the age of 32. Again, I mean, unless Frank Gore is some kind of historical player. He is. He is. (laughs) He's not going to get to these totals. He's gonna. He's either gonna get injured, or we're gonna see a steep drop off in in skills. He's going to. And the other thing is, he's going to a brand new team where he's got to learn a brand new scheme. Um, even though the Niners were a little bit of a mess offensively, at least it was a scheme he was comfortable with. I don't know, man. I, look, I, I know a lot of guys are really high on Frank Gore. We're seeing him go in fifth round, the fifth round, higher, nice. even um, much, sometimes much higher. But I'm just not buying at that price. Um, if I could get him in the seventh, eighth, ninth, sure, I'll do it. I'm just not going to get him there. So for me, he's a non-draftable guy. By the way, when we say players to avoid, I think it's very important to know uh, these are guys that are not draftable in our opinion based on their price. Right. No, I mean, if you could get 
if you could get Frank Gore in the 10th, of course you'd do it. Even if, if Adam Rank could get Peyton Manning in the 15th round, he would do it. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, good point, James. Good point. Walter Payton had 1,300 yards, eight touchdowns as a 32-year-old. Okay. We're Playing on Soldier Field's jacked-up turf. Okay. All right. Point of order. Okay. Got it. Let's. Uh, should we dap it and get out of here? We got to get some more stuff taped in the podcast studio. Oh, this. Well, yeah, don't pull back the getting, curtain. Getting us rushed out of here. Breaking uh, the fourth wall. Very, here. very quickly here. Uh, yes, let's do daily daps. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is the daily daps and hoop. Give me daps because I'll be scribbling right. Give me dapping up daps about daps Daily Daps time, our time where we get to talk about pretty much anything, fantasy or otherwise. Uh, we basically give props to anything or anyone or any place we want. Alex Gellhar, we're going to start with you. My Daily Dap is to sleep. I'm looking forward to, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting a lot of it tonight. Uh, so that's my Daily Dap. Sleep is great. All right. I like it. Marcus Grant. Uh, mine's a little bit longer. I want to give a shout out to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. After 13 seasons spread out over 15 years, they just had their final episode uh, about a week or so ago. Okay. Uh, and so as uh, as a, a shout-out to them, I have my Aqua Teen Hunger Force character power ranking. I'm very excited for this. Oh, I didn't even what? want you to spoil it for me before yes. the show when you told me what you were going to yes. do. Yes. Uh, so these are characters who appeared on at least three episodes or more okay. of the program. So number 10. Number 10. I've got the Plutonians. The Plutonians, Oglethorpe, and Emery. Number nine, Dr. Weird and Steve, who opened just about every episode. And Dr. Weird, who was the actual creator of the Aqua Teens. Number eight, MCP Pants. MCP Pants. <laughs> he wants candy. By the way, oh, these are all... Oh, look at the my shop with my sweetheart, Sandy. Am I wrong in saying this? These are all YouTubable uh, uh, Yeah, you can find them. Oh, yeah, you can find them. Right. Yeah. It's a great show if you haven't watched it. Uh, number seven is... Wait a minute. Oh, I wrote that wrong. Power Wait. rankings, go! Number seven is Frylock. Frylock. Frylock, who was uh, lowest you know, of the one main of, characters. But lowest of the main know. characters. Number six is Dr. Wongberger. Dr. Kind of Wong obscure. That's a good one. Yeah, he was collecting teeth at one point. Oh. Uh, number five is Meatwad. Ooh, that's you're going to get some... some Hot takes probably, in your mentions. I probably am. Meatwad at five. Uh, Meatwad's at number five. Wow. But I like I like my top four. I feel like it's right. strong. Number four is the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future. It's a great choice. Mm. <laughs> He's solid. <laughs> number three. This might get me some uh, some heat in my mentions as well. Master Shake comes in at three. Wow. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Master Shake wow. at three. Okay, number two. That's fair. The Moonanites, Ignicknock and, and Ur. And number one, I don't know how there's any debate at number one. It has one. to be. It is Carl Brutan and Andalusky. Carl's has the best. has to be Carl. Carl's, Carl's best. Carl's solid at number one. Carl is the best. Yep. Adam Rank. You'll get now. Daily daps. Uh, well, because, not to rub it into Alex, but i got to give baby Ahsoka. Daps okay. for sleeping eight hours on the reg each night. <laughs> daps That's pretty to, awesome. Daps to Jon Stewart for pulling the face turn. and uh, Wasn't a heel turn? Not, no, no, no. Face oh. turn because it didn't allow Cena to win the title. I see. <laughs> uh, you know, daps to my man Tommy Campbell. If, you, uh, if you're if you ever on uh, Twitter and you like to play those uh, hashtag games, we were both retweeted by at midnight today for our new yeah. football penalties. I had a couple of gems, but the one that they retweeted was – Personal foul, having arms smaller than the ref- referee, 15 yards, loss of dignity. Um, I can't wait to copy and paste that onto my own timeline. Of course you will. Uh, Ian Rappaport already did. With a, <laughs> he, with a Ian, ha-ha. He Ian Rappaport did. Funny. <laughs> real, real funny. 
And then uh, I do want to give uh, daps to everybody who said that rank should stay because the uh, NFL Fantasy Life Twitter handle did tweet that out. Keep rank or let them go or all that stuff. But uh, Finn it's Spello, be- isn't it better than rank? Is better than rank. Better than rank. None of these guys said nobody was. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, hashtag better than rank. Wow. That, I would agree. Okay. Once again, you're, you're getting if we could, no argument If we could get me. Carl on this show, that would be a that'd Oh, be that's, a, but, that's a get. Yeah. That's a get right there. We'll work on it. Okay. But you'll get arguments from Finn's fellow. Okay. <clears throat> Mike G, Danny Rozier, Mile High Jets fan, Trey's Days, EA2C, Curtis Hicks, Richard Seville, Jet Wells, Yugoslav, and Jason, I felt like we should have had the final track of Sublime's 40 Ounces to Freedom going while, was <laughs> while, while you were reading. The, I mean, that, that sounded like gibberish out of your mouth is what it sounded like, which, um, which I, don't, I, I think Mile High Jets fan. That one was curious to me. I heard <laughs> that one. Was like, well, it's, you know what? Because, first of all, I'm not over with Jets fans. They seem to <laughs> not like me. And Broncos fans certainly don't like me, which I don't get. Like, you've had Peyton Manning for, like, for, what is your attack? I would get it if the Colts fans were upset with me. But Bron- he's been your quarterback for an hour. You're fine. Like, you had Elway. I think he's great. Mile High Jet sounds like a pretty solid rock band name. Yeah, it could be. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I kind of like that one. Um, you dapping? Dapping. I'm going to dap Dragon Ball Z. Oh, wow. A lot, do of, it. a lot of animated uh, dance. That's a very today. good point. They got this new movie coming, or this movie, new movie that is out. I have not yet seen it, but um, with the dearth of movies that are out right this second, uh, I'm really looking forward uh, to catching the, Dragon, the new Dragon Ball Z movie. I've nice. heard good things. I've heard good things about the Dragon Ball. I feel like Packer Girl is definitely going to tweet us here. I probably. hope so. She's a big Dragon Ball Z fan, um, and I'm a big S- Dragon Ball I think Z school's fan. school's starting for her, so she'll be back. <laughs> YouTube for Dragon Ball Z is also legit, so uh, so there you go. Anyways, um, so that's it. That's basically the show, man. We, yep. we had fun. It was a uh, good time. We, Sign up to play Fantasy, like, subscribe, comment on iTunes, and uh, Why aren't you subscribing? Stuff. Why are you not subscribing? Let's do it right now. going to get angry at you. NFL.com slash fantasy. All right, for my boys, Alex Gelhar, Marcus Grant, Adam Rank, I'm James Coe. We are out. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.